my fellow SHC alumni, welcome to the podcast All About You, where we get to reflect on the days at high school to the people you are today. Our podcast, Dear Me From The Past, reunites old friends and classmates from the cherished or cringe days in the valley. I'm your host, Sandra Hanlon. Okay, you mentioned a couple of times you wanted to hang out with the popular girls. Who were these popular girls in high school in your eyes? In my eyes was Lucy, is it Lucy Hodgson? Yeah, Hodgson. yeah, head girl. Like with Lucy and stuff, I, she was actually really lovely. And the likes of like Mel Patton and her group, I remember they always used to wear like makeup and stuff. I remember like Mel Patton wearing- did, yeah. Eyeliner. Like, um, yeah, like eyeliner, like the thick, thick black eyeliner and eye, um, mascara and stuff. And I remember one day coming to school with it on and I got told <laughs> to take it off. It, you had to be really discreet, right? You'd never looked at yeah. Mrs. Bartlett in the eye. Yeah, I never got to experience her at all. Um, but, yeah, see, where I went wrong was I put blue eyeshadow on. And oh, that just okay. Went a bit too far out. Like those were probably like the girls that I was like, they're so cool. Like, well, like in my eyes back then, they have it together. Like here I am, like, oh, help me. They they did get along with everyone. Did you ever? I mean, I I don't know if you remember this, but Lucy probably had one of the best parties I had ever been to in high school. Like, yeah, see, no, I don't go. I wasn't invited, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Do you know what? I don't remember anyone being invited. I reckon it was the whole year that was allowed to go and I've got to I've done to set the scene I'll talk to hopefully Lucy will come on and we can talk about this party I wasn't in anybody's click I kind of hung out with whoever I wanted I'll hang out in the library on my own or hang out with Tiani or hang out with Pearl or hang out with Wendy and, you know we were all kind of just but this party was all of our year group was allowed to go Lucy's house Oh, yeah. She lived over on Featherston, eh? It was Featherston, yes. I remember hearing about it, but not before. no. (laughs) No, no. The one party was at Julia's house, and it was the seventh form champagne breakfast. Oh, before your your graduation ceremony, yep. Yeah, so we had that champagne breakfast, and that was probably the most (laughs) funniest day and we 110% ruined it for every other form. I'm Everyone sure does they it. Cut it off after hours. It was allowed by the school. We were allowed to have one. But you're really? allowed because you're 18. <laughs> allowed. Yeah, I was allowed. I was 18. But like, and I remember we were having like obviously breakfast and, and then we went back to school and there was girls throwing up all down the hallway. Like an ambulance got called for some oh, person. No way. Like, I, I don't know who it was was and then you know everyone goes off and you get all your I've still got my shirt my school shirt you don't I should have asked you to wear it <laughs> oh my god I know I don't actually know if it would fit now like god back then I'm not a size six anymore guys <laughs> like, yeah but like my signed shirt it's still I still have it and it's hanging up in my wardrobe at home and like I'm obviously down in Wellington at the moment but I do remember that and that was the funniest day yeah the only time <laughs> <laughs> the only time you had a really great time <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, I don't feel like you've missed anything, to be honest with you. I kind of cut myself off from everybody in the last two years of school and barely went anywhere. Yeah. After school, what mm. happened? What were your steps? What were the years like after school for you? What did you so, do? So when I finished school, I went into hairdressing and I did like a hairdressing course, did my first year, did a few jobs, like worked in a few salons. and But then I didn't like the industry. Yeah, I found it really bitchy. So I decided this is not what I want to do. And I left. And then I think I worked at Countdown in Wainui. Because I got pregnant at 21 Mm -hmm. and had Kyla at 22. Sort of like leaving school like those couple of years. Yeah, I was doing like hairdressing and that. And then I think I after that and then I got pregnant, I ended up going, doing night at like the supermarket. So when her dad got home, sort of like I'd go to work and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But that didn't last. And then once like we broke up I just went party girl did you <laughs> oh fuck yes I partied so hard like because I didn't party in my teens like obviously at all but my 20s so obviously I had a child and my mum helped you know I would be sober driver as well but I was always out I was out on a Wednesday night I was out on a Thursday night I was out on a Friday <laughs> and Saturday night like but not all the time drinking like I was yeah. like so driving like sometimes my mum would ring me and be like do you want me to have Kyla your brothers want you to sober drive for them what a and mom. I'm like, she is honestly amazing she's the most amazing mum ever like we have a great relationship she's the best nana ever the kids just have been so lucky we've been so lucky I, I did a lot of partying I was out all the time partying where would Even, you go like where, what did partying consist of is it going to bars um, Wellington what were the bars you yeah, had in like Grumpy Mole Exchange Fahrenheit. Oh, you remember Fahrenheit? Yeah. I used to work at Fahrenheit. (laughs) I worked there from 18 until it shut down. So I know. And I tried to go back to high school at seventh form, but I went back to Hutt Valley High because I didn't want to go back to school with the people I called turds when I was fourth form. I don't know why I should have said And then, yeah, I used to work Wednesday night. So we would open usually midnight and shut about seven in the morning. So I would stumble from Fahrenheit at seven to school. I would go home, have breakfast, see my son, get him ready for daycare, take him to daycare go to high school then after yeah. after school I did this for six months I couldn't do it and then after high school I'd go back pick my son up put him to bed have a nap until midnight my mum would have him and then I'd go back and do Thursday nights Friday nights Saturday nights oh Tell my me. god wow that's yeah, insane yeah no because oh that's right because I actually met Kyla's dad at the pub so it would have been yeah before Kyla that's how I obviously met him because when I was when I was 18 I didn't even go straight to the bottle store and buy alcohol I listened to what my parents told me and they said I was a allowed to go and buy one bottle of KGB <laughs> and I came back with two and I got in so much trouble and we had like a little family dinner and I had my one bottle you know and it was fine like I didn't like I didn't really care and then after that I think that's when they sort of relaxed because there was like and uh, my cousin I think invited me to her she had an exchange student from Germany I think and she invited me to her like farewell party so I went my dad came to the gate and picked me up at mid night but then like I remember this other party in Alice Town and me and my brother went and my dad <laughs> saw that it was getting out of control because he did a drive-by and he came and he got me I love your and dad he sounds amazing my brother, my brother was allowed to stay and I had to go and I'm the oldest of five <laughs> and I was like what 
What was yeah, your dad so worried about that you couldn't stay, that your brother could? Uh, I don't know. I just think the oldest always has it hardest because they're the ones that get all the rules and all the boundaries and everything. Mm-hmm. And then if it works, it gets less and less as younger siblings come in because yeah. once it got to number five, oh, fuck, she could do whatever she <laughs> like, you know, like. I I really enjoyed my 20s and even my 30s. Like, oh, let's be honest, I was such a party girl. And up until probably, yeah, yeah like <laughs> two years ago, I was still like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to have a drink. And now, oh, my God, I want to die. Like, <laughs> like, like my hen's night. So obviously I got married this year again. So it was my second marriage and it's his second marriage as well. We got married up on the farm in the covered yard. So mm. where they bring all the stock in and everything like that. Um, and we did it all up and it was fucking amazing. We did the whole thing, a whole week of it. And then a, a guy that I worked with, he did a hangi for us. Oh, So awesome. we had a hangi. Yeah, oh, it was just so good. But yeah, so I had my hen's night in January. I got written <laughs> off. Oh, shit. Um, I've never been one to be sick. Like, I can get really f***ed up and still remember everything. Like, straight into it, I was so hyped up and pumped, you know. And I, at two o'clock in the afternoon I was like fuck it like let's get this shit started <laughs> and so I just started drinking they were giving me shot honestly by eight o'clock I was fucking vomiting on her oh. brand new carpet like, I had no control over myself my friends were like putting their hands out and catching my vomit <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's loyal to that's life. real friendship to catch your vomit what time is wait what time is it on your hen's night you it's like what eight nine o'clock eight o'clock eight o'clock I was coma I was out and they're like she can just sleep it off for an hour 11 o'clock I'm like come on you can do it and I was like trying to pull myself up out of bed all I could smell was fucking vomit it was all through my hair and I know so I just went straight to the shower and I made them like shower me I couldn't even like undress myself so I just stood there and they're like okay we'll we'll just leave you You, you'll be fine and I was like and then I nearly passed out in the shower because I had it too hot. I came out of the shower and I sort of sat there in the conservatory with them for maybe like a max of five minutes and I was like, ooh, can't do it guys. Comed, like went back to bed, woke up. And I was pretty sweet the next day. Like It's yeah, horrible. Yeah, bad. Like, I'll have a couple of drinks tonight. I'm going to, like, one of them is going to be 40 in a couple of weeks and we're doing a dress-up party. And I know that it's going to get messy. But the thing is that people don't understand, I've still got a three-hour drive the next day to get back home. Like, yeah. I need to know my limit. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I've had a life experiences with multiple people and <laughs> females and males and whatever. Before we get into um, the messages to your past self, how did you meet your husband? Tinder. Oh! (laughs) Wait, wait. Okay. So you've just, you went through the shit years with a shit husband. You separate. You start fresh. Mm -hmm. How long after your marriage went into Tinder? Pretty early on, eh? Like, so my way of coping was to be, uh, how do I put this? A bicycle, a pink ocean, like whatever. Why don't we bike? 
yeah, yeah. Okay. Why bike so much? No. <laughs> I just blocked it out. Mm-hmm. My kids to their dads every second weekend. I was out. And then when they came back, I was mum. Right. Like, yeah. So I just separated it. You know, no one ever came to into the house when the kids were there. Like everything was kept completely separate. And then maybe about seven eight months after I met Willie now husband um on tinder we talked for ages all the time so he actually lived like an hour and a half away I must have had my like kilometer thing quite stretched out eh okay (laughs) um from then to yeah, so, <laughs> like, we'll take some people um, down Christchurch too. Yeah. Maybe Sydney. <laughs> Ended up getting together, I guess, and then we were together for five, six months, probably about six months. And I was like, I can't do this. And he's like, can't I can't be in a relationship right now. Not long after, I actually found out that I was pregnant. Oh, so I ended up with him. Fucking can't do this. Like this is way too fast for me. Not that the others were fast like you know weren't fast or mm-hmm. anything but you're wiser well, now yeah. aren't you you're a bit wiser yeah. yeah but I was like okay and I was like do I really want to be in a relationship or do I just want to wait and then obviously I found out that I was pregnant off and I said to him I said I, I don't know what I want to do hmm. definitely didn't want to be pregnant and we're not together I'm not set up financially so actually I ended up having an abortion hmm. which was really really hard I was probably at my worst that I've ever been mentally like diagnosed with like anxiety and depression and that like everything had just piled thing that I just ended up hitting a, just a wall everything just came crashing down and then that and so yeah I did I did end up having an abortion and that was really hard because mm-hmm. like obviously that's not something that I ever thought that I would have to go through and it's not that I don't you know everyone's situation are different you don't know what's going on in someone's life but it's not just you either it's your family your children like a decision that impacts more than yourself isn't it yeah and that's what I thought. I was like, fuck, I'm now like single again. I've got a mortgage by myself was my final decision on going through with it. Even now, we still sort of talk about it a little bit. In my head, I have no regret. Right. Because yeah. at that time, it was the right decision for that time in my life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was really kind of fucked me up, to be honest. <laughs> and then we were apart for maybe... Probably like six months-ish, but still talking. Mm-hmm. Like we still stayed in contact and it was probably more me. Do I still want him? Do I don't? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, do mm-hmm. I not? Whatever. Yeah. And then we ended up obviously getting back together and then and then he got uh, offered a job up in Danny Burke and then it all fucking happened real quick. Like <laughs> he kind of moved to Danny Burke 2018. And then in 2019, I moved up um, because I wanted them to see out the rest of the year at their current schools. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then we moved up there and sort of the same situation, like, you know, moving to a new school and all that, like I did in fourth form. My daughter was now doing that. But this time she was moving to a place where there was no one else. Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously I still have family and all the rest of it around whereas she was coming up there no nana no grandee like no aunties no uncles no cousins and stuff so it was really hard she actually ended up moving and she ended up living with um my parents basically the rest of like this whole time until Mm -hmm. she 
moved into Wellington and now she flats and stuff like that. And for that time, our relationship Mm -hmm. really, really rocky. She felt abandonment. I felt like she didn't care and that I felt like she didn't give a, a good enough go up there. I mean, now everything is completely different. Like we have the most amazing relationship. I actually went out to a club with her like the other weekend in Wellington awesome. City. And watching all these like boys around my daughter. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is so much for my brain. And I was like, you're so like your mother. And then yeah, when we moved up so 2019 was obviously when I had Isla so I found out I'd gotten pregnant again you know we were back together and stuff like that so we sort of here we are because both of us didn't want to go through that again so we decided to go ahead with the pregnancy oh, I'm not gonna lie I did hope for a little boy um, but I got a beautiful little Māori girl for and in Kohanga teaches Gorgeous. me Māori I'm currently doing like a online Māori course as well just to try and keep up with her because I really want to look into hopefully getting a bit more knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the language and stuff. It's definitely been a whirlwind, eh? It sounds like it, but it sounds like you had to go through that process to be who you are today. And Yeah, 100%. And I, even though yeah, it's like, incredibly challenging and I can definitely hear. Like, I, yeah. I think I need time this afternoon to process. I'll probably do it with a bottle of wine. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry, God. <laughs> no, I love yeah, it. I appreciate everything. This is the time where I ask you, what would you mm. say to your past self? Oh, yes. I've been thinking about this one. I would actually say to myself... Give things a go. Don't be shy. Like, I really feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself in those years to really try, but it just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I I really do think um, trying to just break it, like, out of your shell, which I know now that I have done well and truly because I'm not shy anymore. Like, I'm probably too forward. Um, sometimes definitely for me like enjoy school I reckon is like a big one because you go through school like oh I can hate it like yeah like I Mm. wish I didn't have to do school it's shit but like realistically oh my god those are like your best years but if I could go back and go through school again I feel like I would do it so much more differently especially like the early years well one I wouldn't be going to fucking winery college definitely would have started off at sacred heart which is where I always wanted to go anyway I feel like being friends with everyone like why did people have to be so nasty and actually my other quick thing I want to know is if you were a bully did you know that you were a bully now when you look back I wonder I wonder if people think fuck I was so horrible at high school Mm. I can't believe I was such a bitch or if they're just like I don't give a fuck that's that's a great question because sometimes you're kind of like your bully is your friends really if you were friends and you bullied each other was that bullying or are we talking about a bullying strangers people that aren't in your friends group that's a good question I, yeah. I don't know the answer to that but I'm sure no. when we go through all these episodes and <laughs> we do all these interviews yeah, we might get no. the answer it, it of it it would be interesting to hear if like, I mean I personally never came across anyone at Sacred Heart from our year that like I was never picked on or anything like that but 
was anyone else? Like, did they feel, did I do anything? Like, I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure like, you I didn't mean, do <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I was pretty, like, nerdy. Like, let's be honest. Like, but, yeah, no, I just think if I was to go back and do school again, I would do it, look at it at a whole, like, give everything a try, mm-hmm. do absolutely as much as I can. If I heard about a party, fuck you, I'm going to a party. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course. It's funny. um, Now I work with a lot of nerdy people. The nerdy people are very much very cool these days. And I'm talking about, you know, developers and, you know, game developers. And I think, oh, my God, in high school, people would have been so mean to you, but you are like the coolest person in my life right now because you can design a fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. Accepting of everyone and not shy. Because obviously we all did it. We all would have been like, oh my God, look at that fucking bitch over there. Ooh, look how high her <laughs> skirt is. What a fifth form slut. I know. Slut. Oh God, fifth form slut. Thing. The skirts went up at fifth form. Like everyone did it. So silly now, I was isn't not it? told off. I was never told off by Rachel at a gate. I always oh, my <laughs> Rachel didn't get you. I can imagine her being in that yeah. role. I fucking love it when she I mentioned that. I love it. That cracked me up. That's awesome. And what's your but biggest yeah, lesson? No. I mean, what's one thing you want your girls to remember from your time at high school? Like, what is one thing you like when before they leave for school? What is something you say to them to make sure that they have a, a good day? I always they... tell them to have fun. Good. I'm always like, I love you girls. Like, you know, I love you. Have a good day or have fun. Okay. And I, one of one of my girls, Savannah, she just, oh, God, she loves school. If she's sick, mum, why do I have to be sick? I just want oh, to go to I school. Love it. Whereas the others are a bit like, uh. literally tell them to have fun, try and get involved as, in as much as they can, which then in turn falls on to me because because soccer, netball, dance, jazz, <laughs> yeah. ballet, everything. And <laughs> sounds like they're doing exactly what you told them to do and living life yeah. to the fullest. Like that's all I want for my girls, for them to be happy. Obviously, they're going to go through things in life, but I always want them to know that I'm going to be there no matter what. 